your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, we all know our next guest from At Your Service and other programmes which broadcast on RTE. But now Francis Brennan is releasing another book on how to keep your home spick and span. The best-selling author has already published three books and three previous Homekeeper's Diaries. This is diary number four, and he's on the line now to chat to us. Good morning to you, Francis. How are you doing? Hi. Hi Joe, how are you? Good to talk to you. All well in Limerick, yeah? All well in Limerick, I'm glad to say. Now, part of the book covers symbols on clothes for the washing machine and what they mean when it comes to washing the clothes. How much yeah. confusion is there still around these? Well, the, the most of the confusion comes because you can't read them because they're so small. Even though I put the glasses on, you know, what's going on with what do I do with this? Do I put it in, out, up, down, 60, 40, 30? So that's really the problem. So, but did you see the number of symbols? Mm. I mean, there's a huge number of them. Like, you'd be surprised how many of them are different, all different categories and all the rest. But generally, a, a 30 or 40 wash in a mixed colour thing does most of it. As well. Lucky enough, or we'd all be in terrible trouble. Mm. But that part of the book, that early part of the, of the diary, um, Joe, is great because I, I, te- I do loads of things. You know, when you sometimes, nowadays, with the internet, you pick up a recipe for something and it says two cups of flour. And you're thinking, oh, God, what's a cup of flour? Because America uses that sort of term for baking. And it's an American recipe you have. So in that early part of the book, weights and measures, meters and inches and uh, volume and all the rest, I lay it out that it comes back into our own language. So if you have that on the kitchen table when you're doing something, you'll always be able to get through the two cups of flour and everything therein. Now, obviously, because this is the fourth homekeeper's diary, they've been going well and you've been getting a good response, Francis. Yeah, yeah. They sell out. Well, last year sold out, which is great. And, um, uh, it, it, and, you know, a diary is the sort of thing that when you get a diary, you like to have the same one the next year. So when it comes to January, you're not running around trying to figure out how to put the, to write the notes in. And it's a desk diary. It's not really meant to be carried around with you. You know, you could leave it on the, the hall table where you can, and it's a full week. When you look at the two pages that are open, there's always a bit of carry on on the left hand page, and then the right hand page has the diary. So you can see Monday to Sunday straight there, right in front of you, so you can look it up in a flash. Now, our sense from listeners is that there's a lot of pressure on budgets coming into this winter, and uh, uh-huh. a, a lot of, of uh, desire for good money saving tips, which you provide. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's all sorts of things in life that you can save on. Like my father, when we were youngsters, lucky enough, and I thank him, he's dead many years now, but he would never let you leave a room without turning out the light. Like, you look at, I drive, like as we all do, but I drive around the country, I might leave Dublin tonight at half seven and I'd be driving down. The amount of lights that are on in houses are not used. People turn lights on all over the place, leave them on. Mm. So it's very important that you don't do that. Also with the washing machine, you like, my washing machine takes nine kilos, all right? And you don't put in one kilo and um, a fairy biowash thing and set it off. You wait until you have a good half or, or a full load because the energy used in the washing machine and the 
soap powder and all of that. Like, you should be getting the value out of it. So, simple little things around the house you can do that would allow you to save money all the time, yeah, especially with the lights. You great, a great point on the lights. And a couple of people said to me that they think they've noticed, you know, over even the last week that there are fewer lights on as they pass. I have to say, you know, you have to get used to doing it if you haven't been doing it. We're trying to do it at home and I've walked into a couple yeah. of doors and walls. No, <laughs> so yeah, far. no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the move and no light. Well, I was in, last week I was in Spain for a few days and uh, the Spanish have issued a decree. All right, there's two things in Spain last week that I thought were brilliant. First of all, all shop lights, as in, you know, when the shops are closed, have to go off at eight o'clock. You can't, so you go down Main Street, it's completely black. Every shop has all the lights off, which I think is a good plan. That's for the national grid, they want that. And the next thing that I think is absolutely brilliant uh, you know, we got our fat reduced on our fuel, all right? Well, we never it didn't make, I didn't notice it, or it didn't happen that I noticed it, or whatever. But in Spain, the fat reduction on the fuel, you go into the garage and you've bought 100 euros worth of petrol, say. They hand you back 12.80 in cash into your hand because that's the reduction in the VAT on the 100 euros. Right. Which you, immediately everybody thinks, oh, that's the government are great now, they're doing that. That's clever. I think it's brilliant. Isn't it clever? And then the oil company sorts out the vat with the government, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I just think, I thought, isn't that a clever thing to do? Every time you buy petrol, you get a bonus. You get cash back. And most people charge their petrol on a card. And now when they get cash, then they think, oh, this is absolutely great. I have this, like, 12 days to spend. Yeah. I just thought it was, isn't that clever? That is, that is. Yeah. We're chatting to Francis Brennan about his latest Homekeeper's Diary. It's the fourth edition. And a listener just asking, Francis, if you could have only one cleaning product in your cupboard for the rest of your days, what would you choose yeah. and why? Vinegar. Because it cuts through all sorts of things. Windows, uh, grease on, on, on a cooker, all of those things. Vinegar and lemons and you're off. Baking soda? Yeah, baking soda's great too. Yeah, yeah. But yes, she asked for one. I gave her two. And now you have three. Right. But uh, baking soda, you're right. <laughs> uh, and uh, the um, five-star park hotel in Ken Mayer uh, that uh, you run, um, uh, how have you found the summer hospitality-wise and tourism-wise? Yeah, yeah we, were, we had a good summer now. Uh, nothing excess, nothing extra. Like The big difference in, in, in tourism this year is that last year, Everybody had to go to the hotel and stay in it. And that meant that they wined and dined and afternoon teas and everything within the hotel. And food and beverage sales were terrific in every hotel in Ireland. So people came to do their budget this year. We immediately, I said, listen, it won't be, it, it won't be quarter of what we did last year. So we did our budget accordingly insofar as we didn't expect everybody to eat, drink and dine and wine every night. So we're fine. But people that like coffee shops that wouldn't do a budget like I would and all the rest, they have noticed a big change because they're basing their minds off last year, which was a terrific year for food and beverage in Irish towns and, 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 and villages. So it was a, it's a bit of a shock. Now, it was quieter. I'm not worried about the future of the business because there's two things. One is, the, 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 like, everybody went away this year. Well, not everybody, but an awful lot of people went away this year, okay? So they've had their holiday. And ne- and at the moment, airfares are very, very high. If you want to go to Rome next weekend, I can tell you, you'll be up in the 800s to get there and back, I think. All right? Really? Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's really, yeah, it's just very, very high. I, my niece is in Malta, and I thought I might go over to her for four days just to say hello. But the fir- airfare was, I think, seven, eight or something, oh, the two yeah. the, the days I went. So I just thought, oh, it's not worth it for that. But, um... Uh, so I think if those airfares carry through till next year, there'll be a fall off in people leaving Ireland. So 
we should be back to normal. America was very good for us this year. Now we are an American, sort of like we are very big in America on the circuit. So it was very good for us. And I think the Ashworths and Jerolands and Dare Manor's close to you there had very good years too, mm. because the Americans were back. There was a lot of pent up demand in America. So I wouldn't be worried about next year. People are saying, oh, the recession, all this. I think we'll go back to a fairly normal tourist year next year. And I, and I have no fear at the moment. Tell me, friends, do you have another place in Kenmare? Yeah, we have the Lansdowne. Ah. The old Lansdowne Arms, which was there since the late 1700s. Uh, we bought that, uh, not last year, the year before, and we opened last July, just in time for the, the reopening of the country. And uh, it's doing very well. And it's great because it's a hotel right in the centre of town. You know, like most Irish towns like Kenmare have a hotel right in the centre and they might struggle a bit and they didn't put a few bobby as time went on and all the rest. So to have the hotel 100% redone, top to bottom, new restaurant, new, uh, new piano bar uh, uh, in, the, in the evening time, and the lounge, it's great. And it's great for the town, and the town are very appreciative of it. Oh, okay, and, and that is, you know, a very different product to the park. Oh, yeah, uh, completely different, yeah. It is four-star now from tourism our, our fourth island uh, we got the four star and we have joined small luxury hotels of the world which is a very nice consortium they were very happy to take us in i thought they mightn't that they might want a bit more space and all this but no they were happy enough so we were delighted with that so like it does offer a, a very nice um, alternative to the park at a completely different pricing point yeah and you have a lifestyle collection with done stores as well francis i have i'm a busy man you really are <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, because I'm actually about to done stores on Thursday, signing the book from five to seven in Cornell's Court. So I'll be do I'll be having a look around. Yeah. No, I have a very, yeah. No, I have a, I have a, a hugely successful uh, lifestyle uh, uh, collection with with done stores, and particularly in the linen world. The linen that I do in done stores is hotel standard linen, and it's extremely successful and a beautiful product for anybody that would want to have something special in their bedroom. Do you ever take a rest? I do, of course. Yeah, listen. I like. I never had days off or anything like that. So, like, I just, I just work away. If I work seven days a week, I don't even notice. It doesn't worry me one bit. Do you know, I was talking yeah. to um, Dr. Catherine Motherway on the day she retired. Um, she headed up the ICU in Limerick and did an right. extraordinary job during COVID and became very well known, not only locally, but through what she did on television. Yeah. And, and I was yeah. saying to her, like, what was it like for, for her to suddenly be recognised and known? And I mean, you, yeah. you, you've gone through that experience as well, haven't you? Well, well, twice this morning I was doing photos. I'm in Dublin, actually, I have to talk to you, Joe, because I have, I have a meeting in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and twice this morning I was stopped like by people for photographs, right? Yeah, that's, that goes on all the time. I don't mind at all. I'm very easy like that. The only thing that drives me round the twist is that stop me on the street and say she wants photographs. Certainly. So the phone is in the bottom of the bag. <laughs> so she's rooting in the bag. She can't find the phone. But eventually she finds it. It's turned off. She can't remember the PIN number. Then she remembers it, so we open up the phone. And when I open up the phone, I won't do a selfie. I've never done a selfie, so we have to find somebody to take the photograph. And then when we go, after finding somebody on the street, some nice person, say, would you mind taking a photograph of the two of us? Not at all. The phone is full. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't sound like they'd get a job with you. (laughs) No, that puts me around the twist now, because I'm running from A to B at a meeting, probably I have to be there 10 minutes, and I'm running, and I'm being... And this has taken four and a half minutes, and then it doesn't work in the end because the phone is full. Because, I mean, the anyway. thing is that, you know, you, you didn't need a television career. I mean, you were doing what you were doing, you know, really. Yeah. You kind of, yeah, kind of fell into it a bit, did you? Well, I only... I, I, like, I, I never wanted to do television. It was John, my brother, who, who said I should go for the extra service gig. Now, I had done... I had built a house in Kenmare way back 
15, 18 years ago. I had built a house in Kenmare, which was a, a, an RT programme, Designs for Living, was what it was called, and it was an architect feature programme with me working with the architect. But actually, the programme was about the architect. But funny enough, the characters of the programme became more important than the architect because we were more alive, whatever might have been the case. So I did do that show before, before, like two or three years before after service. But they liked me in RT and they told Waddell Media, who are the production company, that they'll do that show if you get Francis Brennan. So they put terrible pressure on me and they came after John then to say, tell him to do it because it would be good for him and blah, blah, blah. So it, I didn't, I said, I resisted for a year and a bit. But anyway, eventually I gave yeah. him an Arisher. And, and you're, and and you're happy to have done it. I mean, you've, you've enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, don't, yeah. Listen, I don't mind. Now, John is not a lover of it. He, not, I don't mean he doesn't like doing show. He hates being at the airport and being recognised. I sent the kids, his kids, his kids are in their early 20s now, but when they were smaller, they hated it. Absolutely couldn't stand <laughs> people looking for photographs of their, their dad and shout. Like, if I go, airports are the worst. If I go to Dublin Airport, they'll shout at me from the third floor up, you know, yeah. the town, blah, 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 blah. But you listen, I smile and wave and keep going, you know. Brilliant, brilliant. One but, other- listen, I always say I'm only almost famous. Right. But to be well, really famous, like Brad Pitt or Angel- Angelina Jolie or anything, yeah. like that's a nightmare, Joe. They have a nightmare. They, they, they do. And, and they have to, a nightmare. Like. I, I'm going to be fascinated to see what Russell Crowe is in Limerick this week. He's, he's filming right. out in Kildimo and Palace County. I heard him saying that on the latest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's announced that he'll be here. And uh, I'd be fascinated yeah. to see what kind of reaction he gets. But one other question for you before I let you go, Francis Brennan. Yeah. We were chatting last week to um, a commentator on hospitality around the country. And he right. was paying a compliment to you because he said that one of the things you've done because of staff shortages is you've tried to accommodate older people, maybe even retirees who might work oh, half yeah. a day here and you know for you and that sort of thing, share jobs. Yeah, no, we've done that. Yeah, we have a few of those. Like we have, um, like we have a, 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 a what do you call it, um, a doorman who's there, Sean. He's there all the time. But then. He's only just five days a week. And then we, we found a gentleman, back, a retired gentleman from England who was actually in the hospitality business when he was a youngster, but it ended up not in it afterwards. And he comes in, you know, and it's perfect because he gets two days a week work. He's delighted, all right? And he's in the older age bracket. And consequently, we're, looking, we're, we're picking up people that would just... And the little bit of money for them is perfect. So it works both ways. That's, that's great, isn't it? I think that, because, I mean, yeah. we're all finding around the country and in every kind of sector at the moment that the, the full employment is there and it's hard to fill vacancies. Yeah, no. It's, well, we were lucky enough this year now, but it isn't easy, let me tell you. And, you know, we always close at the hotel, like in January the 4th. We've done it for all our lives. The 4th of January, and we open up then for generally um, Valentine's, like that or early two weeks of February. Yeah. But this year, John, my brother, uh, we have discussed it, but we haven't decided, is keen to still never close because we lose staff when you close. Yes. And to replace the staff is just a nightmare. I was trying to work out would it be as cheap, all right, to keep the staff, all right, and give them all an extra two weeks holidays paid just to hold on to them. Yes. Because it would be cheaper than opening. Because the, like, I was just looking on Friday, our ESB last year for the month of July was uh, 13,000 and this year it was 25. Now what is it going to be? It's going to be double that in January. It'll be 50. Our ESP bill only enough, not even gas. Like, uh-huh. you know, like, and, and you'd be open and you'd be doing no business and every light in the house would be on and all the whole, the whole place would be music yeah. going on the whole shebang. Yeah. So we have to make a decision in the next few weeks now about what exactly we're going to do. 
All right. Well, listen, super to chat to you as always. Uh, we love to have you on the show. That's Francis Brennan. You heard about all the things he's doing, uh, but uh, currently you will see his fourth homekeeper's diary uh, in all good bookstores, as they say. Francis, great to talk to you. Take care. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.